This episode is sponsored by JSOX. JSOX is the leader in Steam Deck accessories. They have everything from cases to screen protectors and so much more. Interested in changing the color of your Steam Deck? JSOX colored transparent backplates not only give your deck a dash of color, but it also has heat dissipation aluminum sheet that enhances the heat dissipation and helps your deck run cooler. Also, be sure to check out their new mod case that allows you to use many different accessories like a fan, battery pack, and more. If you own a Steam Deck, head on over to jsox.com. That's J-S-A-U-X.com for their full line of products. Once again, we would like to thank Jsox for their support of the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Dennis. Dennis is here for Hello, the day. he's back. Wow, yes. I know, yeah, it's so yes. weird. Yeah, So exciting. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. to have Dennis back. It's been weird. I, I remember when we were when it was just three and we went to four and it was like, oh, I just don't know if we can do four. It's just, it's like, and now that we've went away from four for a little while, it's like, oh my gosh, I, how, did, how did we do it with three? It's like, yeah. we're done in yeah. an hour and a half. Sometimes we're done in an yeah. hour. What is going well, on here? It's when it gets five. That's when it gets crazy. Man. Yeah, that's when it gets yeah, crazy. It gets crazy. Yeah. And, that, and it's no wonder that some of these shows that have like five or six people on them go for like three or four hours. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Everybody's like, hey, did you listen to the show? No, because it's four hours, and I don't have four hours to take <laughs> yeah. out. I fell asleep at hour 15. Yeah, it's, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't do an hour. I can't do four-hour shows. I just can't. So wasn't planning on watching the extended I mean, cut of the race tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You have any of us would have the time if you just put it on while you're driving. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I could. That's that's very true. I'm trying to only if you want to listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, I catch up with all my other podcasts that I listen to. It's like, do I really want to add a four hour podcast to the podcast that I listen to already? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I can. Thank you, though. I, I appreciate it. I, I go back and catch the highlights, you know. <laughs> Ooh, that's what they need. It's like a highlight at the top, you know, breaking it down. And then you can listen to the rest. That's, that's why I, mean, I like YouTube videos that put chapters into things. Like, if I'm looking for a specific yeah. thing, yeah. and it's like, oh, I want to know how to do this. Oh, let me just, look, it's got chapters. I could just go, boop, and go right to there. It's like, and there are people that put chapters in podcasts, which is, is kind of cool. I mean, I don't have that kind of time, but, you know. I mean, you uh, could be a crazy person and listen on two times speed. Uh, I get why people do that. I can't do that myself. I can't either. I can't do that. No, I, I understand it, too. I've tried just to see, and it's like, no, no. Like, yeah, you can that. listen to a whole lot more quickly. It's just 
Get nuts because you're listening to yeah, I, Grow Horses. Yeah, I can't do that because to me it sounds just like you know, like the very end of like a commercial that's trying to sell you like a type of medicine <laughs> when they tell you all the side effects or a used car, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, yeah, so, or a car dealership. The, yeah, the micro machines <laughs> guy way back in the day. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. dealership yeah. is not responsible for this. As long as I'm right. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you know, you're all you're right. And the the thing that I I can ima- I can't imagine is if you listen to something. At that speed, for such a long time, a normal conversation has to sound slow to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, can we speed this up? I got things to do. I don't know what to do. And then you, you talk yeah. all the time like you're like you're on uh, like you're on speed like a, or caffeine or something. Like the micro yeah, machine like, guy. Yeah, yeah. You're like the micro machine guy all the time. It's like holy fright, but. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm glad people. It's, God bless people that can do that. I cannot. I am not one. Who yeah, can I, do I that. can't do that. No, nope. can't do it. I'm lucky to make sense out of normal speed talkers. Much less something <laughs> going fast. I mean, it's, that's what's bad. Can you mind slowing that down just a little bit more? Yeah, can you can you slow down? I'm, can hey. you drop it down, please? Yeah. What was that on? What's that? Uh, oh, Billy Madison when he was learning French. And the guy goes, and he goes, slow down. Oh, da, 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 da. oh yes, and he didn't slow down at all. You know, it was like, it just, it was like this. that would be me. It'd be like, can you can you dumb that down for me? Can you slow down a little bit? Oh, yeah, oh I understand now. I understand now. So, but let's it talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know it all makes sense now. It's all perfect. Um, since we're not live streaming, I still got this phone sitting in front of me, like I'm watching a video or something. Um, <laughs> let me set this off to the side. You know, technical difficulties. So, yeah, all those normal people who are not who watch it on watch the live stream is not going to see a live stream this time. So, technical difficulties. But anyway, we'll talk about what we've been playing. Um, I know Dennis has probably been playing a lot since he hasn't been here, but um, been on the show for a while anyway. Um, I started playing a couple games on the Steam Deck, but before I do that, I bought a, I bought an NVMe drive for my Steam Deck external, and I printed out a nice little adapter that goes on the mod case for the Steam Deck, so I can slide it on the back of the Steam Deck and have it hold there. So now I can literally carry three terabytes of games around wow. with me on if I <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of... But I know everybody's going, well, how do you do... This thing, I, when I was putting games on it the other day, it actually took 20 minutes when I was downloading to drain the, the Steam Deck battery going through this. 20 minutes? 20 minutes, yeah. Oh it's my a, God. I barely got the game downloaded, verified, and installed before the battery went. We got to shut down at 1%. I'm like, oh my gosh. All because I forgot to plug this in. And it's a... What what this thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a USB-C splitter. One side is for power. The other side is technically for a headset. But it also does data. <laughs> So I just oh, yeah. plug the splitter in and and plug a a, a, a power adapter in one end and the the H the hard drive in the other and it just charges while I'm playing. So it looks goofy as crap, but it's not that bad actually. It's to be able to have it in your, in your hand. But yeah, this little 3D printed adapter thing was really cool. I was like, I just printed it out and stuck it on there and had to take a file to make it fit. But when I got on there, I'm like, wow, this works really well <laughs> so i downloaded avengers to it i'm going to play avengers on the steam deck and see how it runs Ooh, now they yeah, have fun i want to get back to that yeah <laughs> because I, of 
you know, what they did before they sunset it or whatever, you know, like yeah. everything's unlocked now. You don't have to grind yeah. for anything. Right. Well, so you know what's funny you is I, uh, you know, I played it on Xbox and and got to I got a, uh, several hours into it. I booted it up on the PC on the Steam Deck just to see if it would run, and it runs sixty frames a second. Runs great. Um, but it didn't start me in the same place that it originally did. It gave me a recap of the entire story of the game. And then it set me in with the Avengers stuff. And I'm like, what is this? Why did you tell me the entire story in clips (laughs) and everything? And then, so what am I, so I haven't booted it back up to play it, but it's like, what did you why <laughs> it's yeah i'm confused <laughs> so yeah I, I have to see what that's all about it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna boot it up and just recap it. so you don't have to play our game bye apparently it's yeah, like yeah. What? i think that's what they were going for yeah it's <laughs> so weird but I, I it didn't make sense to me but um yeah. i got we got review codes in for terrascape they actually sent two they sent uh two pc codes so um sam is going to do the written review for it and I'm just trying it out on see if it runs on Steam Deck. It's called Terrascape. Um, it's a it's a really cool, simple. It's all it's a city builder. But what's weird about it is is it's you're not you're not really playing against a opponent per se. You're just trying to get as many points as you can. So like the the little tutorial thing at the beginning, it said okay, you need to build three lumber lumberjacks or lumber yards and they all have tiles kind of like Catan does you know and you're moving it around and the, you look at it on the map and go well if I put it here that's going to give me 24 points if I put it over here it's only going to give me eight if I put it up here it'll give me 30 and your goal is to get a gold star on each one by getting X amount of points so each level is a different point and each level gets harder because maybe uh, you know, you may have a lumber yard and a city, or you may have a lumber yard and a, a, a an orchard or something like that, and you have to get 200 points to get the gold. But I was just doing that. That's all I've done. Apparently, there's a whole, like, just a free play thing where you can build up your whole island and your cities and see how you do it. And then there's a multiplayer aspect to it. I don't think it's live yet because it's in early access, but you can actually play against other people point-based-wise both of you working on the same map trying to you know get enough points to beat the other person in each round it's really a cool game it's really kind of honestly it's just kind of a chill game um it's not real oh i need to put my city over here because i need it close to the water or i need it close to this it's where it's all points based you're just kind of moving things around but i've just barely (coughs) barely skimmed the surface of it haven't played a lot of it because they sent it uh late in the week um but it doesn't have controller support, but it, the controller on the Steam Deck works for it, so it actually plays really well. Um, it's an interesting little game. I'm going to play more of it this week um, to get a little deeper into it and see see what's what. The other game that I've been playing a lot of, and I know, noticed uh, today that Dennis has been, or Nathaniel's been playing some of it, and that is Dredge. Dredge. I actually, I actually won a con, uh, won a code for the game on Twitter. The developer put up a thing, and and I just retweeted it, and then they sent me 
a DM go, hey, you want a code? Here you go. And it is a really cool game. Um, how how much? How long have you played it, Nathaniel? Have you played it more than... I've only played it a couple hours. I've played it seven and a half hours just tall today. Oh, okay. So you've, <laughs> wow. you've played you've I, played I've pretty it much been playing it. I like got it in the morning and I've been playing it most of the day. So what do you what do you think of it? I guess you like it if you've been playing it all day. So. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So it's kind of like uh, you have kind of like a little fishing boat in the yeah, game. Yeah. You like crash and you're like uh, come to on like this little island and like, hey, your boat's dead, but you can have this one. It's a loader that takes you like five minutes to pay off. Yeah, I know. It but... took really fast. I'm like, am I playing this game right? I mean, it took me like 15 minutes to pay this boat off. It's like, that was really weird. It's just a small thing for the beginning of the game, I think. It's, it yeah, apparently. backwards any yeah. mechanic like that. But you're like, you go out, you can catch fish, and then you can sell them to get money, and then you can use that to buy better gear, like fishing rods and nets and things, which you have to unlock certain things in order to get those. And you can get upgrades to your boat and all sorts of stuff. But if you fish, if you stay out at nighttime, then oh, that's when the the eldritch horror stuff comes in. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's a a, a a mechanic they call panic. So like at nighttime, once the sun sets and it's dark. This like eyeball shows up, uh, in kind of like your heads up display and like like you're being seen, I guess, and it gets more and more like red and like looking around and stuff as you are doing things mm. and out longer and longer and haven't slept. Yeah. And more weird it's kind of like uh other games have done with like a sanity meter and like the more like wild and crazy this is like it's not it doesn't fill up, but if it it's filling up, then more weird things happen, so like different like rocks will appear out of nowhere in front of mm. you that you can't see or i saw a ghost ship or you know at a certain point like these big creepy fish monster things will try and attack you yeah and yeah just all sorts of stuff it makes it dangerous to fish at night but there are certain fish that only show up at night right and then there's other fish like normal fish have like deformed versions of themselves that only show up at night so in order to, and they're all worth more money. So it's right. <laughs> if either you get a quest to get something, or you're just like, I need more money. It's worth staying up at night to try and fish. Well, and then you get those weird ones that the fishmonger are like, well, you know, I need you to get me this weird fish, and it's like he takes it and has a drug trip or something. It's so weird. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, the first time that happened, I didn't realize it was like a like a insanity meter. I thought it was, Oh, I'm getting really tired and I need to go to sleep. And then, then after I, when it started happening, every time the yeah. night went down or the, the sun went down, I went, Oh wait, this isn't a, this isn't necessarily a sleep meter. This is a, this is an insanity meter. So now I see where the horror, the quote unquote horror part of the game comes in at. Cause I've seen, you know, people call it that. Have you gone anywhere except the, like the beginning area yet? Um, I went to the island with the dude who's uh, looking for the relics or the I don't know if you call oh, it then relics. No. no, I haven't. That's, I haven't went that's far. That's kind of like the center area of the map that you start in. He's yeah. just like just right, barely outside of it. So I've been to two of the big kind of island clusters outside of that one, and it's kind of like the relic guy is like, Hey, I want these relics and you can find one over here. And then you bring it back to him like, Hey, okay. Now the next one is over here. So it's kind of guiding you through the map to different places. Right. And they each have different kinds of fish in the different areas and they get more dangerous a little bit as you go. 
Nothing super crazy dangerous, but stuff like during the like there's a one where there's like real deep water in the middle of this kind of like basin that if you try to fish out in the middle of it, uh, there's basically like a kraken underneath it, and it will like smack you with its tentacles if you try and go in there before you. There's a way to distract it. So, yeah. or there's another one where there's just a one of those dangerous fish that come out at night. They're like big monster fish things, just kind of patrolling around through like all the. It's like a bunch of kind of narrow passageways through all these rocks and stuff. All right. You if convinced if me you get caught in there, it, you have to. You hear you you hear like the noise that tells you that it's around. You're like, oh crap! I got to stop fishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, time to go. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an awesome game. I mean, it's only like what twenty bucks or twenty five bucks. I think it's twenty twenty five bucks normal price. Yeah, which yeah. it's totally worth that. Which I was going to buy it anyway, but I just oh, nope, I'll wait for a sale. I uh, I just happened to. <laughs> I just happened to win a copy of it. I'm like, okay, you've convinced. So me. I have, uh, I have was grinding it a little bit, like doing some of the, like I guess quote unquote story stuff. But I was like trying to catch all the different fish to get a bunch of money and get the different parts, because you also unlock a thing that lets you dredge up things from the depths, which is where the name comes from. Mm. So basically, kind of like a little crane thing, and that's where you get your crafting materials from that lets you upgrade your boat. And so you can upgrade, like, here's a couple more spots for... Because, like, you have kind of, like, a a grid-based inventory system or for both your inventory and, like, space on your boat. And so you have a bunch of just blank normal ones, and then there's some that are designated for certain equipment. So this is for fishing rods, this is for your engine, this is for your light. And then as you go through kind of, like, the upgrade tree, you have things where, you're like, it requires two pieces of wood and one piece of scrap metal, plus, you know, whichever... how much money, and then you've now got a couple more extra fishing rod points or yeah. you've got a couple more spots for engine and then once you've kind of gone through like that column it unlocks the next part is for a better hull so you can take more damage and you get more space so that, like it increases the size of your boat as you go which is I'm good on boat, i'm on boat tier three. Oh, okay see i haven't upgraded uh, my hull yet i've only i've done the engine I've done the 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 hooks, the fishing, the fishing rods, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it gives you more space to put in the better equipment because some of the better equipment is like bigger sizes or a strange yeah. shape or whatever. And you have to have enough like tiles to be able to fit it in there. I've got like three, no, four engines on my boat. <laughs> two big ones and two small ones. Well, I I like how time moves in the game. If you're sitting still. It doesn't move, but if you mm-hmm. if you if you're moving the you know if you're transversing somewhere, the time moves. When you're fishing, the time moves. There was one of the things where I was trying to get a scrap. Uh, I was dredging, and the first it was the first time I'd done it, and I was trying to figure out. I didn't fully understand how to do the thing, and I ended up spending like a day and a half there because I kept going, "Nope, that's not right. Crap, that's not right. Crap," because it's a very well, fishing is like you know in the old golf games on the Genesis where you'd have the power meter that goes back and forth, and you had to yeah, hit it in the middle. Yeah, that's yeah, the way the yeah. fishing is, but it's in a circle. So you have a green, a green, a green. Sometimes you have a yellow. So you have to time yeah. your your button press. Have you figured out what the yellow is yet? Yeah, it's like a rare or or trophy fish. Trophy fish. They're usually like a smaller zone, and if it's yellow, you you instantly catch it, and it's a slightly better you know version of the fish. So you get a little bit more money for it. But the the dredge. Took me a long time to figure that out because I was like, oh, I don't want to do yellow. That like seems like bad. Oh, see, that was the first thing I did. Was like yellow. Let me click that and see what happens. (laughs) There's like two types of fishing uh, that you get where there's one where just kind of like well there's a bunch of actually because they have like it's basically a wheel a circle Mm -hmm. and then like 
you have like your cursor thing going around it and then you have to hit it when it's in like the green zones sometimes it's segmented and so you're in different segments and it's going back and forth and then like you skip to other ones and it does it different sometimes you have one where there's like a uh, a zone at the top and it's firing little ball things around and you have to hit it when they get there so it's slightly different variation oh, okay i hadn't seen that one yet. but then the dredging is opposite where you have like two different tracks and you're just basically froggering between two tracks and trying not to hit the gaps but yeah. the first time i did it, i was like oh hey look oh no what nope that's wrong I'm, yeah this is opposite of fishing don't do that <laughs> that's what i kept doing it was like and then i got to i got trigger happy and i would jump too soon and it would reset itself and it was like oh oh ah crap okay oh wait i know what i'm doing here stop oh quit and get happy fingers and be like okay stop it stop it okay all right let me and the next thing i knew it was like you need to get to bed my i'm just all passing out it's been there for three days trying to dredge out it's like oh crap you did not pack enough snacks so you must go back yeah it's like no it's, i gotta go back and, and then the mayor looks at you like you look like you need some sleep yeah no no crap there dummy i've been out here goofing around for three days <laughs> Well, <laughs> doing one thing because I'm screwed up. Uh, but yeah, it's I'm I'm interested in the DLC that they already have for the game. Did you notice that when you when you went to the store page, they actually have DLC for the game that launched with the game. So I don't know. I went. I saw there was. I didn't look into like yeah. what it was. I, I just thought maybe it was like a pre-order bonus or like you know some extra gear or something. I didn't look at. Yeah, it. So I haven't. I haven't really that. looked at it either. So, but. Yeah, I but mean, if it's something it's, significant, I might buy it because it's really cool. Yeah, I might too. I really like in the game. Yeah, I, I am too. It's a pretty cool game. I'm, I'm very, uh, very pleased with it. So, but uh, it's definitely one where I was like, oh, I want to do a little bit more. I want to do a little bit more, and you look at the clock. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah, and that's what's been bad I need to with eat me. now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's really been bad with me is like you know I, I play it in the evening and it's like sitting in a hotel room and then the next thing I know my phone's gone. Hey, it's 45 minutes before your bedtime. You might want to wind down. I'm like, 45 minutes? I just started playing this game. It's like, oh no, I've been here for four. Oh no, oh no, I've been here for four hours. Like, oh no. Like, so, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 one of my favorite games this year so far. I mean, it's early in the year, but for the it's it's a pretty interesting game. Yeah, there's a couple of podcasts that were talking about it, and so uh, before because they were playing it before it came out a couple of weeks ago, even. Yeah. So like I think no clip was and like uh another uh I forget which other one it was, but they were all talking about it. I really, really liked it. So I'd ha- put it on my radar and when it came out I was like, oh, get it. So I didn't get it till today. Yeah. Well, I had seen I'd seen it pop up on as a recommended game on Steam and then I looked at the developer and I started following him on Twitter and added it to my wish list and then they were doing a contest for they were giving out like three or four codes and I just randomly retweeted it and then the other morning after it launched, I'm like, oh, I want a code. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll take Sweet, it. I'll take it. I like it. And they were like, you got to let us know what you think about it. I'm like, well, I'm going to be playing it on the Steam Deck. Oh, that's we, we got to know how it runs on the Steam Deck. It runs perfect. It runs 60 frames a second. I mean, it's not a graphic-intensive game at all. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, I it's like 600 megabytes or something. It's really smaller than even I thought it was going to be for download size. Yeah. Perfect. That's a perfect game for the deck. No. Yeah, and it really is. It's it's a perfect game for the deck, and it's a it's a cool, chill game just to lay in bed and play on the deck before you go to sleep. Just watch your time, because <laughs> so, yeah, you'll 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 be there for two hours, and you'll be like, "Oh crap, I should have went to bed an hour ago." <laughs> uh, but 
go ahead, uh, Nathaniel. Go ahead and finish talking about what you've been, what else you've been playing besides that. So. Uh, another game that came out recently that I played. There's a demo of it. it was Everspace Two. So I saw it on something. I was like, oh, I want to try that out. So it's like, an uh, kind of like Diablo in space, where you're playing a spaceship fighter thing or something. Because it's not like a space sim which is what I thought it was at first, just seeing kind of like a trailer for it or part of one. But it's actually a lot more... arcade is the wrong word, but uh, yeah, you're pretty much just like mm. a spaceship going through and doing all these like little mix- missions and like you've got a little like outlaw things, ships that you shoot down. I'm sure it gets more uh, involved with bigger ships later on because there's a couple kind of in the intro. So you play, it's like two hours or something that this full demo was. Oh, wow. The, that I want, yeah, you go through kind of like several story missions before it finally says, like, okay, here's the cutoff. No more story, but you could even keep playing if you wanted, just doing random stuff. So it's almost like open world, they call it, but you have basically a big universe map that you can go to different kind of points of interest on there, and you travel there via, like, light speed, and then, like, once you get to there, it's kind of like an area that, like, hey, there's some asteroids, and here's, like, a derelict wreck over here, and, like, other things, and your mission's going to take you over here. Then, you know, oh, hey, here you found a thing that lets you get a side quest. Hey, you found a cool little, like, uh, secret area where you got, like, this key and put in a thing and found some extra gear. It's got all sorts of different, you know, it's very much like an RPG as well, which is also, like why the Diablo comparison because it's very like an action-y thing and you go out you get a bunch of loot drops you get other things and you upgrade your stuff hmm. and there's also a whole bunch of, it looks like there's going to be a ton of like cosmetic things you can put like to customize your ship because like the demo you could get I got like a new paint job and a new decal but there are spaces for like you can change out like your wings and the front of your ship and the back of your ship and you unlock new colors and all sorts of stuff so it seemed really cool. I don't think I'm gonna, it's gonna play it until I can get it on sale. Because for me, it didn't. I didn't want to pay like what fifty bucks or whatever for it right now. Yeah. So I think it's. I think it's been an early access game, so people have been playing it before now. But I think it's now like 1.0 came out. I think recently I... within the week, last week or two. I'd, I'd have to look it up though. I know I played the first one. I must have played it maybe on Game Pass or something like that. And apparently it's very different from the first one because Everspace 1 apparently was more of like a roguelite. Yeah. And this is not that. Hmm. This is all like if you die, you're dead. You have to start again from your last save kind of a game. Gotcha. Okay. I'll have to check out the... uh, Yeah, there's story. Like all the story cut scenes are done with kind of like... uh, it almost feels like a motion comic. It's all like illustrated stuff, and then it, oh, like, okay. it's just like crossfading to things. There's not like any like super fancy animation. And then when you're in your ship, you have like comms that you hear and like little pop up things on the bottom with like a little like uh, avatar face and like subtitle stuff for the like people talking to you. Hmm. So it seems like there's going to be a decent amount of story in there, but most of it's just like, hey, you can fly around and uh, shoot things in space. It's got some pretty, you know in-depth controls for that too if you really want to get into it so there's like straight your your whole ship you can like do like the settings for gamepad are either you can set it up kind of like a first person shooter or you can set it up more like a what they call racing game or kind of like two default presets and if you're playing on pc you can customize all the buttons if you want to uh as well because i tried doing that because a couple of the buttons were weird on the defaults i was like let me change that 
Hmm. Let me flip flop those buttons. But yeah, you can you can like you can like strafe left and right. You can like go up and down. You can also kind of like you know go forward and backwards with like your thrust. You have ways to do rolls, and so it's like fully you know like three D rotating around. You're in outer space, kind of a game. Hmm. It looks very pretty too for. Like I don't remember. It wasn't even, like it was a demo, I guess, but it's still like not a big download, and it looks pretty nice. Yeah, it does. I thought the first one looked pretty nice. I had fun with the first one. I didn't play a whole lot yeah. of it, but it ran really, really well. I was like running it like almost max, like 120 frames a second or something the whole oh, time. Wow. So, yeah. it's it's definitely uh, made to run smoothly if you've got the system for it. Yeah, yeah, it looks sharp. So yeah, it's definitely I I could tell like if you're you're into that kind of a game, and it seems like the reception on it from people were into those types of games really really like it i liked it it's just i've got enough other stuff i'm playing right now that i'm like eh, i don't want to buy it at full price yet but it's still on my wish list i will hopefully it will let me pick up from the demo otherwise i'll have to play the first couple hours again but that's not a big deal i'll probably have to do it anyway just to get used to the controls yeah again. that's what i was gonna say <laughs> depending on how long it is how long between play you probably play it again anyway just to jump back in and be like oh i'm crashing into all the yeah. asteroids whoops maybe i need to start over <laughs> uh... How do you fly again? Uh. But yeah, I didn't know much about the story, but there's all this background and like a codex in there you can look up with all like what's happening in the universe and you're like apparently a clone and they're outlawed because of some war or something or other. I was like, yeah, cool. Let me go pew pew with my spaceship lasers was about all I was doing for the demo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your story. I just want to pew, pew, pew. Well, it was just more like, is this fun to play? It was what I was Right, yeah, to... you weren't there for the story. I was paying story. attention to the story, but I wasn't, like, trying to, like, get deep dive into it either, so. Right. I've also been playing a lot more uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance since the last time. I think I had just gotten past kind of, like, the first maybe, I probably played about 10 hours last time. I forget what I said. I think I'm up to, like, I can look. I've got Steam open. <laughs> 40 hours. Oh, wow. Okay. That's my steam. So I've played a lot of it. I have a horse now. It's awesome. I even have my second horse because I bought a new one and it's faster and can hold more gear. <laughs> so basically your horse is your second inventory and it's also your sneaky inventory because <laughs> apparently, unless they've patched it out, if you have stolen items and you put it in your horse's inventory, guards can't find that. <laughs> so Oh, jeez. And it's and the way you put stuff into your horse's inventory is you just hit the pause menu in your own inventory. You highlight anything in your inventory and hit, like, I think the X button on my controller. It's just like, put the horse's inventory. You don't have to actually be anywhere near your horse. <laughs> <laughs> so you can be like, I'm sneaking around in here. Ooh, look, I'm going to steal all this. And like, to the horse's inventory. Awesome. The horse. <laughs> uh... I've uh I've got some okay armor and I have a really really good mace that I've decided I'm gonna stick with mace for a while because I've done a little bit with like the sword and stuff too but mace is really good for anyone in armor so I'm like all, most of the people I've run into in this game have armor and if they don't have armor mace still works really good it doesn't have quite the range of like a sword but it bashes really, really good. And I'm playing more of a sneaky character anyway, so it's kind of like, all right, sneak in close and then use that as the, the oops, things went wrong. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> don't die in your kind of second resort. 
<laughs> so yeah, like done all sorts of stuff like, hey, if you clear out this bandit camp for me and bring me their ears, we'll give you a bunch of uh, cash money for it because we don't want bandits. So destroy their camp side quest stuff to all the main quest things up through like, I don't know, there's some stuff where you're trying to catch up to some outlaw bandit things from the beginning of the game. But as part of that, you get on this quest line where a bunch of bandits came and, like, murdered a bunch of horses and burned down, like, this ranch. Didn't steal anything. And it's a mystery of, like, why they did that. Turns out there was, like, two groups and one, some of them were, you know, like, arguing and yada yada. You're tracking them all down to kind of figure out, like, what's going on. So I'm in the middle of that quest. Mm. And it takes you all over. So I've been riding all over the map, being like, hey, what do you got in this town? Of course. And finding all of them show other side quests, like a blacksmith in this town wants to know the secret of the blacksmith in the other town and how he makes such really good swords. And you have to go and figure out how he does it. And like once you figure it out, then you have to remember it so that you can tell the other guy properly. Because <laughs> otherwise you'll screw it up, because it's all like... He's basically doing something where he's singing to himself to do the timings for how long he, you know, like puts the sword in here and then how long, he, you know, he's hammering all that stuff. He has it timed out based on some song or whatever. So you can sit here and listen to him. But then you have to remember it because when you go back to the other guy to tell him, it's like, hey, he does this and then he did this and then he did this. It's like a whole long, like, thing that you have to get right, like, eight steps or something. Otherwise, you screw it up. Yeah. So yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah. I'm not sure. I may or may not finish it because it's pretty long, supposedly, but I'm having fun with it to this point. But I'm, I've gotten kind of the point where I do in kind of Elder Scrolls games where I'm just like doing all this random stuff. And it's like, maybe I should go do the main story. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a perk in there uh, under one of them, like one of the last perks you get under i don't know like something for being smart i forget which one it is but one of the ones that you upgrade there is like hey you like see the whole entire map you unlock everything on the map and it shows you i'm like i've just been riding around so most of my map is like revealed at this point anyway right <laughs> so i was like that one's not going to be helpful for me yeah, I I I have it on PC. I I tried to play it, but it yeah. was like, man, it's so long. I just didn't have time to. I didn't even start it. It hardly started. I think somebody had recommended it to me in the past, but I like RPGs, but I always struggle. Like, if I can't get into it, it ends up being sometimes it ends up being a chore for me. And I'm just like, uh, it's really good. If you like it, the the closest analog to it is an Elder Scrolls game. Okay, just cool. minus okay. the magic because it's not that setting. But it, yeah. you do brew potions and stuff if you choose to do some of the alchemy things. And there's some fun, you know, different potions that you can get. Like, hey, you get rid of... This one gets rid of hangovers. This one gets rid of this. This one, oh, you know, you'll get oh, drunk if you drink it, but you're also, like, have less damage when you're in a fight, so... I wonder how well it reviewed and if it sold well when it was released, because I do remember it being on the Xbox One. I think it did pretty well. Yeah, I think it did, too. I follow the devs on... on twitter and they and it's been long enough that it's like i wonder if we're gonna hear what they're doing next anytime soon right yeah because it was like i think 2018 when it came out and then they did some tlc and stuff after Mm -hmm. that but who knows i also played a little bit of the last of us part one on pc did you get it to run good? Oh, I it, i got it like the launch day and played it for about an hour is all I've played. And it was running okay for me. Okay. But it was like a little bit like 
I mean, it was it was still running around sixty frames a second or whatever it was. I don't remember. Oh, okay. And it was just, and it was like a little stuttery in some places. And I don't know if that's something that gets worse or whatever. But for the opening kind of like sequences of the game, I got all the all the way through the game until like the exact point that you meet Ellie. So mm. like hour, hour and a half, whatever it was. That's pretty I don't good. And so I played a decent chunk of it. It ran okay on my system. I definitely didn't run into all the crazy issues most people have had. And then since then, Steam has downloaded like however many hot fixes, and they had a big patch yesterday. Yeah, they, they had another patch, another patch today. <laughs> yeah, today or yesterday, I forget when it downloaded on my Steam. And I've seen them, and they downloaded. I just haven't booted it back up again to see if it runs any better or not for me because I've been playing other stuff like Dredge all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I I had bought it on <laughs> Fanatical for, I think I got it on like 25% off or something like that. I thought for, it was 35 or $40, maybe it was 30%. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't pay full price for it. I thought, well, I'll go ahead and buy it. The producer had come out and said that it's going to run on Steam Deck and everything like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. And yeah, it doesn't run very well on Steam Deck. It's like 20. <laughs> I mean, runs something. on Steam Deck is different than runs well on Steam Deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, I mean, you know, he said three days before the game came out, oh, it's going to be verified. And and Steam started running ads on this main Steam page with that game running on, a Steam, on Steam Deck and stuff to advertise Steam Deck. And then the game came out and it just shite the bed um on the steam deck most of i mean i i booted it up for a few and it ran about 30 frames a second it seemed all right but some people have been having real issues with it on the deck like the graphics not loading and 20 frames a second and stuff like that but what little few minutes of it i played i mean it seemed all right i really didn't get into the game um, because yeah, it seems like yet. was it two months ago or whatever when they pushed it back by a month that like they were very diplomatic with the reasons why because I'm betting that it was more like oh hey uh, all you few people who are in charge of doing this port the important people looked at it now and said hey this isn't good we need more time well and <laughs> we'll have to give you more time to make it and then they still didn't even make it good by this point I, so. I didn't realize that Iron Galaxy did the port. And if I had to realize that, I probably would have waited because they're the ones that did the port for uh, Arkham Knight on PC. Yeah, and, but they've also done a bunch of other yeah. ports that are great. Like yeah. the Metroid Prime one recently, they did that one. So, yeah. like, it's uh, they have a couple big ones that, like, everyone remembers, like, oh, that was bad. But they've done, they do so many ports, and a lot of them are good too. So it's just kind of like, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just, at this point, it's just sitting there getting updates and waiting. Yeah, it's like I'll. Yeah, I'll probably boot it up again soon just to see because, like, again, I'm running on my decent PC, so it should run pretty well. Like, it looks gorgeous, though. Like, it's really, really nice looking from a couple hours I played. Like, the lighting, the the improved lighting that they have in it, just like the better quality models, the better, like, improved spatial animation stuff they did. It's really, really nice looking. I'm excited to play it, and I was waiting for us to finish the show. But, well, actually, I was going to try to play it before, but, you know, things don't work out that way. Yeah. Well, and and make my wife hang out and play it with me. See how she likes it because she really liked the show. And uh, Sony or Square Enix announced Live Alive was coming out on Steam, so it was like, oh, the demo of it's up. Okay, well, it's like, <laughs> I've already went ahead and pre-ordered that one and and I downloaded been, uh, the demo. And uh, I've been talking up Baldur's Gate three a lot to people, passing yeah. on that uh, deal with the pre-order and that too, and a couple 
and said, oh, yeah, I should totally do it. Yeah, it's, and it runs good on Steam Deck. And Live Alive is already verified to run on Steam Deck with the demo, so I'm... Yeah, I, need to play, I need to play that. Good. I got that on Switch. Yeah, I bought it on Switch. I have fantastic. I haven't. Uh, I had my game of the up. year last year. So yeah, I <laughs> if I like Chrono Trigger, I'll like it. Right? That's that's usually the yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. I didn't even I boot like, it up. I like one. I like Cosmic Star Heroin a lot too. That's one of the only. Yeah, I like that one too. That was a good one. Some time yeah. Too. That was yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't even boot it up on on the Switch, and then they announced it was coming out on Steam. I went well. I played it on the Steam Deck. <laughs> He's putting the cart into the Switch, and he's like, "Oh wait, it's coming to Steam." Oh wait, it's coming to Steam. Let me just <laughs> yeah. put it back on the shelf. <laughs> Of course, I'm, of course, I'm also the guy who went, oh, there's a Zelda collector's uh, Switch. Oh, yeah, you did, I'm did gonna, you? I'm going to pre-order that and buy Me it. Me too, I did too. And I was like, man, a couple of my friends were like, I, I didn't get it. I'm like, really? It's been in it's stock been, on Amazon and Target. still oh, in stock. Yeah, it's yeah. been in stock. Yeah, I think it's, people yeah, are good. seeing, the, yeah, because the controller, the game, and the the only thing that's been going out of stock is the Amiibo and the Collector's Edition. Yeah, and I have not been able to pin the Collector's Edition down. And so my plan is, is Nikki's still playing on a launch switch. And I have the OLED switch, so... And I've hardly played on the OLED switch, so I'm going to give her the OLED switch, and then we're going to sell her switch, and I'm just going to keep the... Because I think this is the last hurrah for the switch... So it's like, this is the console yeah. version I want. Uh, I want the Zelda noise? controller. <laughs> I want, you know, I want all the Zelda stuff for this system because this is going to be the in. This is probably going to be the last big hurrah for the Switch. So, um, so I went ahead and. Pre- what was funny was with the Best Buy pre-order, you're not you don't pre-order it to ship. You pre-order it to for store pickup. And I think that's why that it's it's kind of available. Some places it wasn't available, and some places was. But like, you just go pick it up the day of launch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't they don't send it to you. You got to actually do a store pickup. So I'm like, okay, well that's fine. It's a Friday. I can do that. But I, I did get the controller pre-ordered on Amazon the other day. I missed the freaking collector's edition every daggone time. I actually got in the queue for it at Best Buy, and it sold out before. I got a chance to buy it, so I was very disappointed. I wanted that collector's edition. You'll get another shot. It'll come back around. Yeah. I mean, I still have it pre-ordered on GameStop for $60 before they raise the price of it. So, I mean, if if I don't get the collector's edition, I'm not going to be heartbroken. But, you know, but still, it's like I kind of want the collector's edition just to have the set. But, yeah. but yeah, so, yeah, so the wife's getting a new Steam or a new... Uh, new switch and i'm getting a, a new switch just to play zelda on and then go let me set it on the shelf and i'll probably never turn the steam on or this the the uh switch on again because i'm too busy on steam deck so. <laughs> it's it's pretty much I, I feel like at this point just like switch 2.0 yeah. you know i mean minus the nintendo games obviously i mean you have that docked mode if you do you have a dock for yours or not? oh yeah yeah well and I, you oh, don't you even do, need okay. a dock i just i i got you can get a usb uh c to um, HDMI and it'll work too. I mean, you don't, oh, sure. you don't yeah, really yeah. need a dock, but yeah, I have a dock. I, I have one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you have those same capabilities and, but you know, you have, but with this time around, you have that strength and power that can play. I mean, just the fact that you can play something like cyberpunk on a handheld is insane to me. Yeah. Spider-Man. Or, or Spider-Man. Gotham yeah. Knights, Remastered, you know, yeah, uh, yeah like sort of the last of us so. horizon. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> for all the Gotham yeah. Knights was on sale at Best Buy the other day for PS5 for $30. And I said, okay. Because then uh, my buddy's like, I bought it. And I said, okay, I'll buy it too and we'll go up. Yeah, it's a good it's a good game. I, I liked yeah, it. I yeah. like it a lot. I'm going to make, let's see. He doesn't know DC very well, so I'll make him play who's ever the worst character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, claim, I claim Nightwing or Red Hood. You can have one of the other two. See, I like I like Batgirl because she's the closest to Batman. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. And yeah. Red Hood, has Red Hood, yeah, Red Hood. To me, I has, see it as a Batgirl game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah, that's the way I've been playing it. Is playing it as a Batgirl game. That, I saw an Epic, ugh, everyone's favorite storefront. That Midnight Suns is down to under thirty. It was like twenty five. Oh, it's worth Ooh. it. It is worth know, it. That's tempting. But yeah, I, need I keep seeing it go deluxe. lower. And I, I want need to buy the deluxe one though. But you want to buy it? You want to buy it on Steam so you can play it on Steam. Get that. Yeah, I could play a Deadpool. Yeah. It... And actually, I looked at the roster for that game, and it's all pretty good, mm-hmm. like, well-known heroes, too. It's nothing weird. Sorry, yeah, I know. So Fans of the MCU, blah, blah, blah. C-rank heroes. I'm sorry. I sh- I'll be nice. No, it's all, uh, but there were, like, it was interesting. Midnight Suns, I expected it to be, like, a couple more guy- people from the 90s, but, oh, well. It, uh, it looks good. It looks fun. Yeah, it uh, is. It's, good it's a really good game. I mean, I, some like of the... It... Of, like, like a card card system in there too right? yeah that's how you do all the all the moves are all card based it's it's kind of like slay the spire versus or With, meets like uh X- XCOM. XCOM. Yeah. yeah okay those are uh, those are all good things for me the one thing that i really don't like is and, and that's where all the story comes from is the in between the gameplay <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of like a, you're me you gotta go talk to this guy and then to go talk to this person and it, it moves the story along but at the same time i'm like i just want to get into the action I don't care about the, but I like the story. Oh. So you know, Ooh, the legendary edition is fifty bucks on Steam. There you go. So Nathaniel, have you been playing anything else before we? One last thing that I'm playing is uh, I went back to Citizen Sleeper because on thirtieth oh, okay. or thirty first, whatever, very end of March, they put out their third free DLC episode, which is the last one. So it kind of those three DLC episodes tell kind of like its own story or whatever it is got you yeah like kind of an add-on to the end so and it, it was really good it ends really nicely cool. and that game is awesome everybody should play it cool yeah i still haven't figured out where i've downloaded that i don't know if it must it must <laughs> it must be on game pass or it must have been some i haven't figured it out yet i'm like i know i've booted it or downloaded it to play but i don't remember where i downloaded it. i don't think it was on game pass i don't know it's either that or i'm thinking of something else that it reminds me of it and i can't think of what it is i don't know because citizen sleeper came out december i think i got too many out that long i get too many games at one time and i don't remember what i have and where i have it at so (laughs) but uh but i tell you what go ahead eric we'll go right down the line and go to we'll we'll say dennis for last so uh, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short and to the point. So I haven't been playing too much. I was I dabbled a little bit some more. Uh, you know, just a few things. But I was I I went back and I played some of the demos that we that I downloaded on Steam last year. Well, yeah. bad. <laughs> good news is half those demos you can't play them anymore because they're like you can just buy the games. Right. But anyway, yeah. I tried out uh, I tried out Agent Sixty Four, which is this little like kind of. I guess I would say like it's a. It's somebody. It's like a fan, a, a fan's take on Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, it plays just like it's a little bit. It's it's built on Unity. It, it's okay if you like if you like Goldeneye, then you'll definitely like it because it plays like it. The controls are the same. Right. I tried Scrap Writers, which is a 
point and click slash like pixel like 2D brawler. That's kind of cool. So you do like you're walking kind of like a Lucas Art style stuff. You're walking around picking up I- items and using them, and then the next thing you're in a bar fight and you're throwing punches. So that was kind of an interesting. I might actually have to get that. I played Cyber Cop, which reminded me of The Ascent on uh, Xbox. But either of you guys played that, that top-down sci-fi isometric yeah, game. Yeah, I played that one. Cyber Cop is pretty much the same thing. Uh, there's more combat to it. It's kind of interesting. It's not out yet. It's a little taste of that. It was pretty cool. Um, I played Savage Halloween. I do not know why this ended up on my wish list. It was on sale for like $2. I'm like, all right, $2 game. I'm in. How bad could it be? It's, it's fun. It's a little like... Uh, kind of retro 8-bit uh, Halloween theme game where you run around like a werewolf witch and a uh, dude with a pumpkin on its head. You got a shotgun and a bunch of other guns. You're blasting other monsters. And it's, a little, it's got some great music to it. A little upbeat chip tunes. A little heavy metal taste in there. So I played that for like 30 minutes or so. I need to... I'm sure it'll run fine on the deck. And then the only other thing I've been playing is I bought everything for Dead Cells on the Xbox. I already mm-hmm. have it on PS4, but I don't really play... I don't know. You know what? The Xbox has that accessibility mode. So I turn that on. I'm like, yeah, now I can beat Dead Cells. And I, I have beat it like four times. I, I can't beat the end boss. I can't beat like the last two bosses without accessibility. It's I, I just can't. I ended uh, up picking it up you... on Steam Deck when it was and bought the... Um, so I played some of the DLC, but I did not play... I played the DLC, which is like the boat or the ship one that's kind of interesting i was trying to figure out how to play the castlevania dlc because i bought that too yeah I that's i bought it on pc it really when it was good. on sale with really the good. with the castlevania oh, dlc it was, like, it was like 20 or 25 on xbox yeah, that's right, what it was I'm, on. I'm gonna buy it i'm gonna buy it because it's gonna go off game pass and i want to keep yeah. playing it, it so, runs yeah. great on steam deck oh, so it is so much fun on big tv it is yeah a great game i that has to be one of my favorite indie games the last like 10 years i think i've really played a lot of it's a great one. Like, normally, I don't. That's not my style of game because I don't like dying a lot and I get yeah. mad. But <laughs> even though, even without accessibility mode on, when I was playing on PS4, I still had a really good time. I, yeah. I was still very into. It's not, um, and I thought that like Skull, which is a game I forget the developer, but we had a review code. I thought Skull, the Hero Slayer, something uh, I forgot what the subtitles. I thought that was going to be a lot like Dead Cells, but it's not. It, it's hard like dead cells but it's yeah. not it does not have the the uh, it does not have the abilities and the other bits and pieces to keep you interested in like dead cells but that's it nothing too exciting i'll did, have more next time did anybody play the murderer of sonic the hedgehog that was on steam for free <laughs> no, but I, I downloaded it. I like I it. oh I, 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 I put it on my I, I, you know it was it come up on april april 1st so i thought I, when yeah. i first saw the thing on twitter i'm like oh this is just an april fool's oh wait a minute there's a steam link oh wait this is a free game okay yeah, <laughs> yeah and i downloaded it it's like sure i'm gonna play that for free why not yeah yeah, I haven't I haven't fired it up yet, but yeah, I absolutely downloaded it. So I thought that was really weird. It's like the murder. Hilariously, or it okay. it looks like it seems like it has a lot of inspiration from like like you know the Ace Attorney games. Yeah, too, just because like the way it looks when you're uncovering the crime scenes and stuff like that is just really funny. My favorite Sega is the Sega that doesn't take themselves seriously. You know what yeah, I mean? That is my Sega. favorite yeah. Sega. It's yeah. it really is, and this is. This is Sega as crap. I mean, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I definitely going to play that. So go ahead, Dennis. I, I, I'm sure you have a ton of crap that you... Because it's been a while since you've been Woo-hoo. here. So 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's not as much as you would typically think, you know, considering how we used to do it week by week. Because yeah. now I, I've just sort of been trying to, you know, with, with me having less and less time to, you know, play stuff, it's, it's I want to at least focus all the time to on one game versus you know 10 minutes here 10 minutes there 10 minutes over right, there you yeah. know what i mean yeah. so yeah so so i it's not as much as you would think but I'll, I'll sort of go down the list from um earlier in the year up to about now um so because I, I can't even remember the last time i was on the podcast i know it had been quite a few episodes at least at, at least what probably 10 or 20 episodes now at this point so um i can't remember so yeah but it's 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 been it's a bit probably um, been five to ten episodes five to ten yeah maybe not 20 yeah because considering yeah, they're no. like what weekly that, that's like point yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a little long yeah we don't so, do yeah, them that often we're... no no yeah, we do no, them every no, other no. week we don't do them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so five to ten yeah but uh but yeah no earlier in the year and i'm you know i'm still sort of playing it now um you know because it's it's a it's it's a meaty game it's not necessarily a, a well like it's a long game but not as long as you would think but i've been playing a lot of fire emblem engage um it is fantastic it is a beautiful looking game on the switch oled um definitely to me i think the best looking fire emblem however i don't think it's the most stylized if that makes sense like visually graphically anyways it's the best looking fire emblem but stylistically i don't think it's the best i i still think it kind of goes between awakening fates and uh three houses those three still kind of hold the best art styles yeah too. it was um, it's been seven shows <laughs> Hey, I, was close. Okay. I was close. I get a prize. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a prize. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. We missed a couple uh, of weeks there, and you know, so in the holidays, yeah, and you know, so. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, I had to look it up. Uh, no, no, it's okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Fire Emblem Engage is is a fantastic, fantastic game. I, I will say though, it's it's a meaty game. Um, however, it is. They, they somehow found a way to make Fireman Engage very meaty in terms of content, but also, <laughs> but also simultaneously sh- uh, uh, shallow, because Three Houses was, I mean, just this all-encompassing. I mean, you could you could throw your life away to that game. Oh yeah, like Three Houses. Three Houses was that deep and, and, and rich in terms of content story what you could do with it the post game new game plus all that stuff you know what i mean you could the how you could play that game almost felt endless and honestly fire emblem's pretty much always been like that up until now with engage where engage despite the subtitle actually has little to no romance in it at all and romance has always been a big part of fire emblem it's not like a core focus but when you look at you know the sort of if you were look at a, if you were to look at a venn diagram right and you were look at like the main things of what makes fire emblem fire emblem and then you and then on the right side you had these um high priority uh functionalities and mechanics romance would be on that side and because you know you could always you know increase your lineage and you know and then you had a you know a post game with you know your whoever you decided to you know get get married to or 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 romance or whatever and then you know that would give uh you know stat boosts and uh things like that and everything that comes from that has an effect on what comes in the future and uh and it's and it, you know and it's just it's fun fan service too right because you know the the fire emblem 
uh, uh, fan base is split right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, I would say I would say it's pretty good, like fifty fifty. It's one of those few games that has like a perfect fifty fifty fan base of like fifty percent female, fifty percent male. You know, in terms of um, you know uh, you know when you look at uh, all the um, you know all the all the consumers that 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 play that game. So mm-hmm. um, okay, it's kind of like Warcraft too. Warcraft, Warcraft actually has more females than males that play uh, Warcraft. Uh, I think that the last time I saw a study. Yeah, last time I saw a study, it was like fifty-four percent to uh, you know forty-six percent. So it was really interesting. But I, I, I like seeing numbers like that. But a Fire Emblem, from what I could judge, I haven't seen numbers for it. But from what I've always seen in terms of social media, Reddit, you know, things like that, and just you know, when I worked at GameStop, it was always split right down the middle, man. You know, for every two dudes that came in asking for Fire Emblem, you had two girls to follow. You know what yeah. I mean? That's so a good, that's a good appeal. That's a good way to look at it. If you think about that, yeah. it's one of those games that appeals to everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that romantic aspect of it, I would say, is is a, a big part of that. You know, maybe that not part so much. Doesn't appeal to me. Sorry. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say it's not. Well, I was gonna say it's not so much for the males, but it, it helps a yeah. lot for oh, yeah, you know right. for the females. You know, that's why you know when you look at visual novels, for example, why are so many of them otomes? You know, <laughs> like it's you know because those sell like crazy. Uh, you know, it, it appeals to that market. So. Um, and that's why they keep making them and they keep localizing them. Meanwhile, all the Eroges, which is the opposite side, that's for the males, you know, those don't usually come west side because they don't usually sell here, you know, not because there's not necessarily a market, but it's nowhere near as big as Atomes. You know, Atomes will sell like it's no one's business. That's why Axis is always, they're, they're in business, you know, they're raking in cash <laughs> every week in and week out. So, uh, they have gorgeous art too, but, uh, but anyways, um, Anyways, Final Engage is very shallow in that department. There's you have they don't even call it like uh, like love or romance anymore. I think they've always called it support. They call it they still call it support here, but there's not even a hint of just infatuation towards someone. It's mainly just this camaraderie that grows, and uh, and it it doesn't really lead anywhere after that. And honestly, the stat benefits aren't even that great, so it kind of feels like this afterthought. And so it's an unfortunate part of Fire Emblem Engage. But other than that, um, in terms of the actual gameplay, when you're out in the field and you know you have that sort of chess-like you know strategy RPG uh, gameplay, that's brilliant, man. I, it's it's Fire Emblem Engage is you know it's fluid, it's intuitive, it is um, accessible, it is uh, very comfortable. It is just it's just fantastic, man. And like the animations. Um, and the dialogue that happens between the enemies, you know, and uh, and the allies, and um, you know, if if you have two different characters, you know, next to each other, and it's it's just insane. It's just always blown my mind. It's sort of like uh, what NetherRealm Studios does with Mortal Kombat and Injustice and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where no matter who two people you have that you choose, they always have something to say to each other, right? Like they thought mm-hmm. of dialogue for every matchup. You know, and it doesn't matter if you choose Batman versus, you know, Blue Beetle or, you know, or, you know, Black Adam versus, you know, Brainiac. There, there's always, even if they've, you know, uh, uh, canonically speaking, have never interacted before, they'll still have dialogue, you know, designed in that game. And it's, the Fire Emblem's just like that as well. You know, if you attack 
an enemy and you're next to an ally of yours, you know, they'll, they'll interact. And same thing with the, with, uh, you know, when you're back in the hub and they're speaking to each other, um, you can speak to anyone and everyone and they'll acknowledge you for who you are. It's not some, you know, generic NPC response, which is like, it's a nice day, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's nothing like that. You know, it's like, no, they, they call you by name. They, uh, refer to other people. You can have other people talk to each other. It doesn't always have to be just you. You can have support, um, conversations between any two characters, really, um, almost any two characters. And then, um, uh, yeah, and it's great. And, you know, this game was supposed to be part of the 25th or 35th. Uh, Fire Emblem's a lot older than I, than I know, but it's, but part of the 25th or 35th anniversary of Fire Emblem. Now they couldn't get it out in time because of COVID. Right. But the reason why you have all of these older, um, characters coming into this game is because they wanted to make it a celebration of just Fire Emblem as a whole, right? So, um, and it's it's awesome. And now that does not feel like an afterthought. It is it is strategic. It is uh, beautifully woven in, and uh, it's just really really well done. You know, you'll have you know, uh, and you can mix and match them any which way. Like you don't have to, like even though story wise, you'll have cutscenes where you know a character like let's say Marth or uh, or uh, Celica or Robin um, will have, you know, uh, an immediate attachment or is found by, uh, you know, a, a certain character. It doesn't have to be that way, um, like permanently. Like you can just after that's done and you go back to the hub, you can go into your uh, equipment and inventory and just immediately remove that and put it on another character. You know, so it doesn't have to be, you know, set in stone. Nothing's permanent. So, uh, and you can really have a fun way of you know mixing and matching uh different uh fighting styles you know going from lancer to brawler or knight to uh you know um uh, mage uh, and priest and whatnot on all that it's 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 fantastic and uh yeah it, it's just really really well done and the way the rings are utilized how you can power them up uh is is great and you know if you've been a fan of fire emblem for a very long time um or even have just recently gotten into it with you know in the last couple of entries like i know the 3ds really helped bring fire emblem back on its feet mm -hmm. you know so even just 3ds onwards you're gonna have a lot to love here because you know you still have you have crom right you have ike you have marth you have lucina right so on and so forth um you have camilla and it just it just keeps going uh, from there, all these all these now iconic iconic characters, um, and uh, and yeah, it's great. So it's it's but it's it's fantastic. But it's you know it's it's Fire Emblem, you know, so it doesn't do anything substantially different from past Fire Emblem games. You know, you're still going to have it's a strategy RPG at its core. So you know, if you you know if you're familiar with Fire Emblem or just any sort of strategy RPG, really, um, like you know, Shin Megami Tensei, Devil Survivor, and you know. Uh, you know, games of that nature. Advanced Wars, that's about to come out, right? So, uh, stuff finally. like that. And, yeah, finally. Yeah, there's another, there's another war to make it delayed again. Um, but it's, it's, you, you'll feel very comfortable jumping into it. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, and all the tutorials are straightforward. So even if you're, you know, not familiar with it or not really into those types of games, um, Fire Emblem still has a lot to love about it. And it's just so detailed and, um, 
uh, uh, good. And uh, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Fire Emblem Engage is, is, is fantastic and really, really pops on that OLED screen on the Switch, man. It's, it's great. So, yeah, that one's on my list. I always buy the Fire Emblem games. I just didn't buy this one day one. Um, yeah. But 33 yeah, it's, years, it's that's how long. The first one was 1993. 33. On the family. Wow, column. Jesus. Yeah. We oh, didn't get it over. Man. We didn't get it over here till I don't until uh, I think like the GBA. I think that was the first one Something they ever like released that. in yeah. America because there was there was ones on NES or uh, Famicom and Super Famicom that never came over uh-huh. here. So not in the original form. I think they finally did on the eShop or something on the Wii U. Or the yeah, Wii they or had something. the yeah yeah the one that they had like briefly for like it was like six bucks you could only buy it for like a couple months for some reason. Yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah no I bought that. Uh, yeah I did too. Yeah, uh, that, I think it was on yeah. Switch. I think they put that one on the Switch eShop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that was a. I think that was the second one. I, I can't remember that. The, whichever one that one was. It's been a while ago. I don't remember yeah. now. So. But yeah, but that one. Yeah, that one never got localized up until just mm. randomly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So. Uh, I have them all fan yeah, no. fan translated on uh, EverDrives, but. Oh, nice. Okay. Fire Emblem uh, Engage. You know, it's it's more Fire Emblem. So if you love Fire Emblem, you're gonna love Fire Emblem Engage. It's 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 you you already know what you're jumping into. And honestly, I, I'll be honest. The story compared to the last couple, because Fire Emblem has always had incredible stories. Mm-hmm. This one really is just as straightforward as straightforward can get like it is really just you know this man wakes up from a thousand year like a one thousand year sleep and all of a sudden you know these these kingdoms these kingdoms are fighting and he's just like oh i gotta protect my friends and family and then you know while they're doing that they're just like hold up you got a ring oh no we can't have that in the possession of the <laughs> evil of the evil people let me get your ring and then you get the ring and it's just like all right moving on who else is evil okay let me get your ring <laughs> you know? and it's just you going around collecting rings it's a very shallow story honestly and, I'm, and which is which honestly like took me by surprise because again fire emblem has always had these these unbelievable stories with fantastic yeah. cutscenes and you know uh and they're so deep and the lore is just insane i mean you can you can go to a fire emblem wiki uh, wiki and just uh, you, you could spend a, a better part of, of, of two to three weeks just reading wow. <laughs> just random stuff you know yeah. like it is the lore runs deep man but um but this one is just it is it really is just like just trying to move things along man and and chapters go by quick which is probably a good thing honestly just because you know it's it makes it a lot more palatable you know and i I think that's why i'm able to to play um you know so much of it and you have people who have you know stricter and tighter schedules are able to uh play this a lot more comfortably versus other fire emblem games you know because they don't and it's I will say because of how streamlined it is also, it's you don't get anywhere near as distracted um, as you did before in past Fire Emblem games, especially Three Houses, man. Three Houses, I was always doing side quests, man. It took me forever to finally get back to the main story, you yeah. know? Uh, but um, but with Engage, you know, it's it's pretty good about keeping you focused and moving on to the next chapter, and it, it, it does a really, really good job of that. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, Fire Emblem Engage, it's, it's great. Uh, uh, but uh, in addition to that, I've also been playing um, a lot. I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake um, on PC. And uh, it is, it's, you know, I, I, it, it's, this is one of those games where you enjoy it the more that you play it. Because at first I was like, oh man, this game is like really good. Um, 
but then I, I found myself getting sort of bored of it at, at one point, maybe about seven, eight hours in. And I was like, ah, man, I don't know how far I'm going to get into it. But now here I am 35 plus hours in, you know, and I'm just having the time of my life right no. now, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's, yeah, it's just one of those games that just sort of get, it sort of gets better um, as you go. It has that problem that some RPGs have of just having a very, very slow start, you know, and I hate, you know, telling people you know at first i didn't mind saying stuff like this you know years and years ago but now i just think it's ridiculous where it's just like you know where it's like oh yeah you know it doesn't get good until about you know four or five hours in what yeah why why isn't it not good right away why do i have to wait that long what is what's happening what's wrong huh talk to me let's take a seat <laughs> you know <laughs> like what's what's going on because why why do i have to get why do i have to like fight my way through a bunch of garbage before i get to to good stuff why is that even there to begin with? you know um it just it doesn't make sense to me yeah. um you know and it's it's that same sort of mentality of just like and <sighs> what is it i think it's like mmos have this problem where it's just like oh the the game doesn't get good until you beat it what yeah well then why am i going to no no, I'm not going to waste my time with that at all, then, am I? <laughs> because right. that that is it. until I beat it. And let's just skip. Let's just skip that nonsense. Let's just get to the let's get to the good stuff. Then. What, what what are we doing? Why are you going to Why are you going to make me hate something before I like something? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know why, why can't it just be a beautiful honeymoon period throughout? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just it, that doesn't make sense to me. So, um, yeah, I, I find it obnoxious. But. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII remake was is honestly good throughout. It's and it and now with where I'm at, it's great. It's it's fantastic and graphically, it's it's beautiful. Runs fantastic, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it is it is. I mean, I know you know people on PlayStation got to play this. You know, uh, a whole year, year and a half, two years maybe. You know, after you know or before you know the rest of the world you know before it got ported to pc and whatnot right. but um but man it is it's good stuff it's it's good stuff especially with those uh you know all the enhancements that it has um it's it's really helped uh, uh a lot and then the cutscenes, man and you 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 see that money too man because like the thing is like with a lot of <laughs> square enix is an interesting company to me because even though they are one of the most prestigious and well-known uh, video game companies in the world, they their their content quality is all over the place because oh, they'll have yeah. a game that that looks like they only had a twenty thousand dollar budget, but then they'll have other games that look like it had a a twenty million dollar right. budget, mm-hmm. you know. And there's no in between. <laughs> right. And they all was, never sell as much as they need to sell, even no, though yeah, no, they that, all, uh, yeah. that just takes me back to like Tomb Raider. That yeah, so every one of them doesn't sell like enough. <laughs> Yeah. Second game. Second game sold so much. Like it's still not good enough. I'm like, it sold millions of copies. All of those. Yeah. Every uh, single yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not my fault. You covered uh, yeah. your last mobile game on a money pit. Well, yeah. or it's not your fault that whoever you've got working in your numbers department is setting some weird expectations for like, yeah. hey, you just sell this yeah. much. Well, like, cool. Well, that's like for yeah. so they have forespoken. Oh, it's just it didn't sell enough. Well, he only put it on PlayStation Five and PC, so right. also it wasn't good. And it wasn't, yeah, and it came out to mediocre reviews. So what do you expect? Yeah. Put it on everything then, if you know, if you have an issue with it, but you don't. I don't know. Square yeah. Enix. I, think- I have a very love hate relationship with Square Enix. Uh, sort of like- yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I think honestly, it's it's one of those things where she's like, I think they get their head 
around like wrapped around this idea of like even people who don't own consoles will buy a copy of this game. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like it's, it's you know. Oh yeah, well no, it's got a nice it's got a nice cover. Oh, I'm gonna buy that. What is that? I don't know, man. But I'll I buy it. I'm gonna buy it. What's, yeah. what, do you I'll have the thing it. to play it on? No, man. I don't even know what a yeah, PlayStation no, is, but yeah, that cover that, looks dude? good. I want to buy it. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that like Bluetooth? What is it? Yeah. It's like. <laughs> But yeah, it's, oh, uh, but it's it's but but man, you can see that money oozing out of this game, dude. Every, every scene, every frame of this game is just so detailed, so beautifully done. I honestly think this is one of the best looking games I think out in the market. Or, you know, in the last couple of years, I, yeah. I think honestly, especially in terms of like when you think of Unreal Engine Four. You know, now that we're moving on to Unreal Engine Five, um, slowly but surely, um, the Final Fantasy VII remake is, I think, a Masterclass in what Unreal Engine Four is capable of, you know, and uh, and uh, I, I genuinely mean that because it's it's. But you also have to take into account that you know they're not really going. They found a way to make gorgeous graphics, almost like a Pixar movie, right? They found a way to make gorgeous graphics without making it sort of photorealistic, you know, because right. Final Fantasy has is very stylized. It you can you know it, you you can tell it's not. It doesn't look like a quantic you know, a quantum dream game, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not going to look like Detroit Become Human. It's not going to look like, you know, Beyond Two Souls because, you know, those are more based in reality versus, you know, Final Fantasy as well, you know, fantasy. So, you know, it, right. they try to go for a more stylized and a, and a heavy, you know, um, uh, Japanese look. So, uh, and and they look incredible. But yeah, and even though they have environments that are really mind-blowing and, and, you know, and gorgeous and so detailed, again, it's it's... There's a difference between that and photorealism, and you know they uh, Final Fantasy VII remake does an incredible job at just really pushing the limits of I think what Unreal Engine Four can do, and it is it is fantastic just in every department, um, especially the UI. I don't think the UI gets enough respect. Everyone likes to talk about games, game games all the time, which I, mean, I get it, you're playing it, but man, the user interface is so clean. It is one of the best user interfaces I've probably seen um, in in any game everything is just makes it just makes sense it's clean it it is it is appealing it is uh yeah it's just non-stop just dopamine man this <laughs> the whole time so it's it's great um but uh but yeah been playing playing a lot of that still playing that so uh so yeah um but also on the topic of square enix uh playing a lot of octopath traveler 2 as well um Octopath Traveler One. I got it this time on. I got Octopath Traveler Two this time on PC. I was thinking about getting it on Switch, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm gonna get it on on, on PC this time. And uh, I'm I'm glad that I did. I, I'm having a great time with it. And uh, uh, you know, it's more Octopath. You know, and you can't complain about that because Octopath Traveler was already brilliant. Yeah, you know, so Octopath Traveler 2, all they needed to do was do that again. <laughs> you all know, right, yeah. You just have eight different stories and you're good to go. <laughs> just don't so, screw it up. That's all. Yeah, yeah right. just, don't, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. Don't do anything uh, right. <laughs> crazy. Just do it. Right. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they have some quality of life enhancements uh, this time around, but that's really the biggest difference between this and the uh, and the first one. You know, I mean, it's, it's other than, you know, the usual stuff, uh, the more... Um, apparent stuff like you know different characters obviously which are all going to have different stories um in, in a different world obviously too but but uh but yeah it is it is everything you know about octopath traveler but uh enhanced and polished even further and the music once again is god tier it is 
still uh, one of the greatest soundtracks I've ever heard in my life. The soundtrack for the or the score for the original Octopath Traveler it still gets stuck in my head to this day since 2017. You know, five years, six years now later, mm. you know, and it still gets stuck in my head. I still listen to it from time to time. It's it's even it's been my alarm clock uh, uh, <laughs> like tune for for quite some time now too. Um, and now Octopath Traveler two um, is is just on point once again with its music and it's 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 beautiful it's it's um you know it's enlightening it's it has strength behind it you know every sort of emotion that it needs to hit it nails wonderfully and uh yeah i mean square enix just really really goes above and beyond with with octopath traveler and i'm really glad they do and i and i i still hold by my statement i said this with live alive when we had our um game of the year podcast where that hd 2d engine is still one of the best engines to come out in the last couple of years and yeah. it's arguably my favorite engine like that and the re engine those two engines in particular have really just been non-stop blowing me away since they've since they've come out you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're wonderful they're wonderful and i want to see more games in the hd2d engine i'm so excited for that dragon quest what is it three that they're remaking i think i think, in that so. engine? I think it's sad. yeah like oh my lord like that's gonna be super exciting just strictly because of that engine alone <laughs> that yeah. engine is fantastic um Every it's like, it's it, every frame is a work of art in that engine. Um, it really is. But, um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, and uh, it's more Octopath Travelers. If you love the first one, you're gonna love the second one even more, probably. So yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I've been playing that on PC. That's that's on my wish list uh, for because uh, I'm not gonna buy it on Steam either. I'm gonna buy it on or I'm gonna buy it, I'm not gonna buy it on Switch. I'm gonna buy it on Steam. There we go. I was like, yeah. wait, yeah. wait, yeah. hang on. <laughs> well, I have it. I have it on. I have it on. Uh, well, I've got it on both, actually. I've got it on Steam Deck and Switch. But I've got it physically on Switch. But, um, yeah, it's going to... Steam Deck's where I'm going to play it at. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. Um, uh, but, yeah, um, in addition to that, I've been playing a lot of uh, Like a Dragon-ishin. Um, been playing that. Uh, I bought it on Xbox. I was initially going to buy it on Steam, but I bought it on Xbox because um, I was like, you know what? Uh, well, I have all the other ones on xbox also so i wanted to just add yeah. it to the collection but the xbox version also gives you the pc version so i was like oh, oh perfect I, I, then i get I, yeah two for Smart one exactly man. yeah so so i was like okay so i'll just buy it on xbox then so um so yeah i've just been going back and forth between playing it on xbox playing it on the pc it just depends on the environment and you know whatever i'm feeling playing it on you know i just yeah. kind of go with the flow I, mean, I don't really think about about it too hard so um but uh, yeah, it looks great on the big screen. Looks great on the on the uh, computer as well, and uh, runs great, plays great. I mean, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's more it's more Yakuza, you know. So it's um, but this time set in uh, what is it Edo period Japan? I think like so. That? Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's fantastic. It's everything you know and love about Yakuza. So it's got the humor, it's got the drama, it's got the fantastic cutscenes. It's got pretty much the same cast, only their names are a little different because you know this is in the past. These aren't you know identical characters. Right. They just look the same, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, which honestly is smart because then they save on having to make new models every time. You know? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah they can just run through making a new game. Um, but and once again, it's got all that content that you know and love from from Yakuza. So you're going to have a great meaty story, but you're also going to have just a plethora of side content as well. You know, that's going to last you, you know, hundred plus hours. You know, if you want, if you want to just run through the game, you, you know, then yeah, you can do that between 
you know, around, I think you can average out about 40 to 45 hours. But man, if you want to do everything, then yeah, you're probably looking upwards of 100 hours, you know, so it's, you know, it'll keep you busy. Yeah. It'll keep you busy for a while. And it's, it's fantastic all the way through, no matter where you go, all the random uh, sequences and events that happen. Uh, it is, it's just so great, man. That's one of the reasons why I always love those games. They feel, they feel fluid. They feel so real. You know, it everything feels so authentic and genuine. It doesn't. Nothing to me in those games typically feel like they're always like scripted. You know, walk here and something will happen. Walk there, something will happen. It's just a lot of random stuff. You'll just be walking down. You'll probably be going to the shop trying to get a you know a potion or whatever. You know, or a drink. You know, or eat some udon at the restaurant down the street. Then all of a sudden, some dude will just come out of nowhere. You know, and be like, you know, run into you. Then all of a sudden, you know, he steals something from you. Now you got now you're in a random chase sequence. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, you know, it just happens out of nowhere. But it's all it always feels so fluid and so genuine. So yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I bought it day one on Steam to play it on the Steam Deck, and I booted it up, played it for a few minutes, see how it ran, ran great. I just haven't dove, dove into it yet, but yeah, I always yeah, buy those. Know. Whether I buy that, whether I play those games day one or not, I buy them all day one, uh, just because. Yeah, I just do. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've got now about thirty hours in that one too. So, um, so yeah, little by little, you know. I'm again, you know, I'm, it's, I, you know, it's all these great games I'm trying to play, you know, at right. the moment. But you know, it's it's but little little by little. But yeah, it's it's great. And then lastly, Resident Evil Four Remake, which is uh, really really great, uh, but really really stressful. <laughs> yeah, I was telling yeah. you just the last show. I was complaining about the demo where I was like, I love it, I don't want to play it, but I suck so much more. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh. but yeah, it's uh, it's Resident Evil Four. I mean, it's, it is an authentic remake, and um, but it is it is yeah, so stressful. Yeah, yeah uh, but it is it is so good. I mean, graphically, it's beautiful. It, it, the story is great, and uh, they really just flesh things out. And again, it goes back to what I said earlier. Earlier, that RE engine is incredible. You know, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a fantastic. There's not much really to say about it other than it's great. And if you're a Resident Evil fan, here's another great game for you. Yeah. I've heard good things. People love it. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> That's okay. Did you Did you play the original, John? Yes. Did you, did you? Oh yeah, yeah. I played the original. You know, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I beat. I like I said before the last show. I beat probably twice on GameCube and three times on PS2. Oh, Enough where I got the unlimited rocket launcher on PS2. Hey, when you're in college and you got a backwards compatible PS3, and you've already, uh, I still have my save game on a on the PS3. The Super Slim and on the and on PS2 memory card. Yeah, I've and still... it's labeled just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and it, what's funny is I, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day. I took my PS2 like the Slim, maybe six or seven years over at my brother's house. Hooked up to his big like seventy inch TV. It was so bad. Yeah, and I, don't I remember, bet. And they, I couldn't. I hadn't played the game in so long. Wherever my save was, like eh, I don't know what. I'm just gonna <laughs> shoot some things. Shoot them. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I played it back in the day. Uh, of course, I played it on a PS One um, and played two. Code Veronica on the Dreamcast is still my favorite. I don't know why they have. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I never beat Code Veronica. I got like. I'll get there eventually if they keep doing these remakes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would, hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting for that one, but I played that one on the Dreamcast all the time. That was that was still my favorite one. I mean, the first one was great. I liked the first one, but. Um, I haven't. I have not played any of the remakes of them. I have one and two, but I've never. Um, 
I never went back. I haven't played them. I got them when I bought the, the Xbox One off somebody that came with them on disc, and I just kind of set them on the shelf. I haven't played them. Yeah. And I, I own the second and the third remake, and I really want to play those. I think I own them digitally, so I should fire them up on the old deck. I think I own them on PSN, too. Whoops. Mm. Double bot. Yeah. Happens. I was like, oh, it's $10. Sure. Buy it. Double bot. Cheap a enough. Lot, so. Yeah, I'm the worst. I'm like, oh, I think I have it already. <laughs> but, you know, using a game collecting app is great, but when it comes to digital stuff, I'm like, mm, I think I have it already. It's just wherever I'm playing at at the moment. It's like it's like right now with Steam Deck. It's like oh, I'm playing on Steam Deck. I need to buy it on Steam. So, but yeah, we we do have some news. Speaking of Steam Deck, I'm going to jump to that story first. Asus ROG Ally handheld. It turns out to be real. April Fool's. It was everybody thought it was an April Fool's joke, and they're like, oh no, wait a minute. It's a real real game system. My prediction is the battery life will be 30 minutes. Um, it'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Generous yeah. man. He's like, more than 15, we got this. Uh, it's running Windows, um, which in a way is good because, you know, it's like I said in the chat, in our private chat, when uh, Nathaniel put it in there, you know, you'll be able to run Epic Store, you'll be able to run Steam, you'll be able to run Battle.net, you'll be able to run Game Pass, you know, you'll have all you'll have all those things right off the bat. It interests me um, because it's more powerful than a Steam Deck. Um, the screen's better, so it's 1080p. Um, it's 1080p and 120 hertz. Yeah, and 120 hertz. So if they're going to put that screen on there, then the chip has definitely got to be pretty powerful inside it as well. So yeah. like, I bet that thing is going to be hot. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I watched. Although the... it does have pretty good, uh, like pretty decent, like uh, cooling setup for the uh, hardware, like the prototype hardware, whatever yeah. version of it it is. It's um, got like a double fan on like kind of the top. I yeah, watched the I watched the video that the what was the guy's name Dave Dave 2D I think it is, is uh, yes, Dave yeah, 2D? So. yeah. Um, you know I watched his video on it. it I'm very interested and they say it's going to be competitively priced with the Steam Deck I don't know what that means I don't uh, I don't think it's competitively priced with the Steam Deck I think it's competitively priced based on what the hardware is and it, just like yeah. you would say for any new piece of hardware coming out it's going to be competitively priced for the market they're not. I don't know. It's it's going to be more expensive than the Steam Deck. Yeah. There's no way that yeah. they could make it, unless they're just going to lose so much on well, the hardware, which I don't think Asus is going to do. Unless you're using like an older Steam's game. already doing that for the Steam Deck. They right. are definitely taking a hit on the hardware just to get it out. A whole bunch of them out there, people yeah. buying games on Steam. You know, and uh, yeah. there's several. There's a couple of Steam Deck competitors out there that they're not specced quite like this Asus. Uh, thing is but i mean and they're in the seven eight uh, there's one that's a thousand dollars you know it's like whoo no i can't spend that much on a handheld yeah um, you know if it comes in at like 500 then that'd be like a really good deal but i bet it'll be more than that yeah i'm i'm figuring probably 600 at the at the least but i'm just yeah. guessing i i don't know yeah this, they haven't said anything about price they might even still be figuring it out we don't know when this is coming out who knows yeah but like the hardware itself looks really like really cool so yeah it does 
I'm to keep an eye on it. Since I have not bought a Steam Deck, it's like, okay, do I want to buy that or do I wait until like, oh, hey, this comes out and then Steam is like, oh, here's Steam Deck too. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the risk. I'm, 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 I'm definitely going to wait until you know, till it comes out and see see what the what it looks like. You know, yeah. with running Windows, I mean, like I said, that's a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing, which means. Uh, you know, yeah, not too with, bad. With, Windows 11 is pretty decent. Yeah, but I mean, with just modding things in the system itself can be a pain. Yeah, you know, like Steam Deck, it's really easy to 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 set things yeah. up and and mod things with Linux, where Windows is more it's is harder to do that. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see. Um, I'm just curious to see how it runs, how you know what, how expensive it's going to be, yeah. and, you know what people think of it when it comes out, and if it's like, hey, like Steam Deck was like, hey, this is really awesome, then maybe I'll get one, maybe I won't. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. How, not. how much do you think it's going to? The thing be? it doesn't have is going to be. Do you think it's going to be like five hundred? I think it's going to be six. Probably not. I think it's going to be six hundred at a minimum. Six, six is a hard, a hard pill for me to swallow mm-hmm. because. Yeah, for that's another, the for another uh, six to seven hundred. I could get a pre-built machine that's decent, and that's, you know, if I wasn't interested in handheld at all. Well, yeah, but okay, yeah. So, I mean, we're talking we're thing. talking handheld though. I mean, yeah, putting yeah. that like faster processor and like the the nicer screen on it and stuff is going to come at a price, but. Yeah, I just don't know what that'll be yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's going to have to be. It's going to have to really wow me to to yeah. go. Okay, I I am a Steam Deck owner, and I'm going to yeah. get this. It also does not have kind of like the touchpad stuff that the Steam Deck has. Right, and that will it limit some games. Buttons. You know, yeah. that that will limit some games. Um, even though, I mean, you know, it's like that's the thing with with the Steam Deck with the Proton. Uh, with the Linux, you know, you may get a game that that doesn't even boot on the Steam Deck, but if you run it in a different Proton, it will, you know, it will run and it will boot. And then if you with the touch pads, you're actually able to play, you know, you're actually able to play that game because you know, um, you know, you may get into it and the controller may not be recognized, so you have to use a mouse and a keyboard to go over to get it to set to work with. But with a yeah, I mean, and it, it happens a lot. I mean, especially unsupported games. You know, yeah, they'll run, they'll run perfect, but it's like, oh, wait a minute, none of my buttons work, the sticks don't work, all oh, the touchpad works. Let me move it over to settings, and then manually go if... in and say you need to use the joystick, and then it all works just fine. But I wonder if uh, what about that? Was it the Logitech G? Was that that uh, streaming deck? that was out briefly mm-hmm. oh it's still out as far as i know i wonder but... if the price will like just plunge on that you know that'll take like a step back i think it was like 300 bucks something well i it's not i read a rumor the other day that sony is is going to announce they're they're doing a yeah. thing and they're going to announce a new piece of a, hardware uh, and it's yeah. going to be a streaming device so you can stream your playstation games to it it's like they come with a free <laughs> 5G. Come on, yeah, it's like, something. well, do we do we really need this? Is this something? Is there that many people out there playing cloud games on on a handheld that it can't be enough for? The only way it would make sense if they uh, had cloud streaming, but for Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that's way more robust. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope this uh, ASUS handheld does well enough that people more companies will be like oh we want to do it too and they get more of them yeah, in the I mean, market and more competitive those, like yeah they have like the win p was it win win whatever they had those like 
knockoff device if you want to call them that. The handheld, like, mesh of, like, micro console and controller that's always interesting. Win, win PD. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, there's... But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're, out of, mm -hmm. they're out of China. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's really the only competition to the Steam Deck are those. And they're expensive. You know, they're not cheap. Yeah. You know, and they're not cheaply made either for... Something, you know. Ah, GPD, that's what it GPD, is. GPD, yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, those are, people are like, oh, yeah, those are like a, those are like a thousand mm -hmm. bucks. Yeah, and I mean, they run games really well, but it's a thousand dollars for a handheld system. That's, that's a lot to swallow for a handheld system. It's also, support, you know, it, you know, with Steam or, you know, the ROG is at least supported by, like, companies that are reliable right them. yeah well and that's what and i say with, with GPD, this it's just like I, I don't know people i had i had was interested in a, a while ago kind of in one about one because i think they had for a while several years ago they had them for around five or six hundred dollars i was kind of curious yeah. but people would complain about the support endlessly and the problems yeah. the hardware would have well it's like with this asus one you know it's it's windows so you know you you, you can yeah. use whatever you whatever one you want if you want to use gog if you want to use epic i mean and that's cool and all but at what cost at what cost is it going to come to battery life and and price <laughs> that's that's gonna be the big thing is price and i just i just don't see it being under six hundred dollars unless they're gonna lose you know if they're gonna lose their left nut over it to get it out in the out, out in it the depends public. on how much <laughs> it depends on how big of a push asus wants to make for yeah it, or I mean, not. and that will determine how much they're gonna like knock the price down to, in order to sell them right and i think i think this I, th I think the Steam Deck doing so well has really caught some of these companies off guard. They didn't think it was going to do. I don't even know if Steam thought it was going to do as well as it did. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Asus was definitely working on this before the Steam Deck came out. Yeah, they had the way you get hardware put together that fast. Right. Yeah. Um, and E3 has been canceled. Though, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dennis. Well, I, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, at least you, you know where Steam and Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo have the advantage, though is that they have their own storefronts and they have their own mm. content that you know gives them money where they can take a loss on the hardware. Now, Nintendo doesn't really like to do that, but speaking about everyone else, they can sell the hardware for cheaper because they can recoup those costs elsewhere. Right. Uh, you know, a company like Asus, if you're going to make that handheld, which looks, I think it looks great, but, you know, it's... Like you were saying, like it's it's hard to believe that, that thing's going to be less than six hundred dollars, and that's not going to work out for them mm -hmm. if they do that because it's you know again where else do they recoup those costs? They don't have their own storefront, they don't have their own subscription, they right. have other hardware, right? They have mice, they have monitors, they have they can they make money elsewhere. It's not like they're going to rely on this thing to make money, you know? Asus right. Is a very successful company. Yeah. So I've got one of their monsters right here. The, yeah. They <laughs> make all sorts them. of different hardware, so you know this handheld is going to be yeah. like well made. It's just. How much is it going to cost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, and that'd that's, be a cool piece of tech, though. Yeah, yeah, it will. Um, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see, to see what comes of it. Because, to me, the, one of the one of the big things is I like the ease of use of Steam, the Steam Deck. I, I like that. The one thing that I that I wish it had, I wish it had Game Pass support in some way, shape, or form. And with this, you can't, yeah. I'm sure. you can't even if you run like Windows on it, you can't. 
you can, but you have to oh. run Windows on it. That's and then you the, have to run. You have to use you have to dual you have boot. To the, yeah. yeah, you have to use Edge. Yeah, I think I'd seen a couple guides and a little bit. I mean, you can you can you can install Windows on the Steam Deck or on a SD card and or and, and run it off of there. But you have to do you have to dual boot, and it's like I don't want to go through that hassle. I just want to be able to turn it on and say, "Here's my icon. Let me connect and download and put this in my library and play the game." And then when I'm done with it, erase it and go on with it. You know, I mean, I. I and that's that's the only way it's going to catch on mainstream too you know that's the thing it's like with this putting this hard drive on here the way to get this external hard drive recognized in linux you literally have to go into the desktop mode put in a line of code into linux to get it to recognize that as a bootable drive and you have to know how to do that laymen aren't going to know how to do that they want something you just plug in and it just doesn't doesn't work like that when this thing has a the ssd plugged into the usb port it goes to sleep i need to reboot the entire system to get it to recognize that drive again you know and to me that's no big deal but to the you know to the average consumer they don't want that hassle they just want to plug it in and go with it you know and i think that's what it is with with steam with uh you know with uh, game pass on steam deck or whatever you just need to have an app even if it connects to the microsoft store and downloads it into a separate thing and it's not in steam that's fine you know it just pops up in my steam library steam library on the steam deck then i'm fine with that yeah but that's that's not gonna work because they don't have the kind of like Steam Deck versions of right. the build for most likely they probably don't have they're just going to have the Windows whatever builds of those for Game Pass they're yeah. not going to have all the Linux once the Steam does and I'm curious and that's how... probably why it hasn't really been put on there maybe natively to this point just because that's a big underlying issue yeah. be like yeah. hey we've got two games that actually works with <laughs> EA yeah they just they just this weekend uh, Microsoft just announced that the uh, Master Chief Collection on Steam is now playable on the Steam Deck. And the whole reason you couldn't play it on there before was because of the anti-cheat thing. They actually fixed it so you could play it. So, you know, you could buy it and play it, which I'm fine. I would play Halo on a... the Halo Collection on a handheld. Holy crap, are you kidding me? If it runs good, that would be great. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's an interesting market, and I'm... I'm here for it because it's 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 how I consume games right now. It's the easiest way yeah. for me to do it, where I'm not hauling around the PlayStation. I'm or sure Xbox. this uh, Asus handheld will do better than uh, PSVR two. <laughs> Ooh yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh. Don't say that while I'm taking a drink of water. That's funny. Um. <laughs> Who could have predicted that? Oh, oh yeah, me. Almost yeah. anyone but Sony. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm waiting on it. I'll, I'll buy. What? It's more expensive than the actual console. Yeah. yeah, sure. Uh-huh. That's gonna sell so many. Yeah. It's cool. It's just expensive. Yep. People aren't gonna buy it. Nope. I, do, I got a buddy that bought it. And he, he's like, "Oh, it's pretty good." You get. It. I'm like, "I'm not." I'm not selling out that kind of bucks. Nope. I was I came this I came this close to being almost pushed off into it and I said, Nope, you know what, I'm gonna wait. After I saw sales numbers, I'm like, you know what, they're gonna drop that thing a couple hundred dollars here in about a year. So there we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um last but not least, E three twenty three twenty 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 three has been cancelled. I have a feeling this will be the last nail in the coffin and E three probably will not come back. We will <laughs> see E three the name 
at some point because of branding. Like it's been around for so long, someone will try and do E3 again, but I don't know if it'll actually be like E3 conference. It might be something or other E3 that they're using the name for something else, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's too bad. Once... All the companies doing all their own like streams, whether it's like across the street or just like, hey, we're doing a Nintendo or Sony Direct or whatever, you know, any all those things have kind of put the nail in the coffin over time and E3 just didn't change enough to kind of like of that and then yeah. and then as soon as the pandemic happened just like yeah nope yep it just killed it <laughs> and that's a shame that was always a goal of ours with the website was you know we wanted to get enough to get you know e3 press access because that was yeah. that was your benchmark yeah. that was when you know yeah. you made it when you could get a press pass to go to e3 <clears throat> you had made it in the journalism industry as you know oh, and now it's like it's just a it's a shell of what it used to be. Um, PAX, Don't worry, well, <laughs> yeah, PAX well, has even took taken off, you know, and but it's a whole different. It's not really well. That's the whole E3, weird thing know? is the company that actually does the PAX conventions was going to do E three this time around, but when when like sony microsoft and nintendo from the jump are just not going to be there and then eventually ubisoft is like nope and then the Even couple other companies that out. were still there coming that after ubisoft dropped they dropped too and it's like well if you ain't gonna have anyone there you can't have an e3 <laughs> yeah it's, it's not weird yeah don't it's... worry give it a few years uh jeff Keeley's summer game fest will turn into a big conference because they had like last year they had the like tiny press only kind of like show floor thing mm -hmm. you know he's going to keep wanting to grow that just because just like he's grown kind of like the game awards and just doing that game fest thing a couple years like he's going to grow that out and then we'll have like it won't be called e3 but it'll be another big conferencey thingy yeah i'm sure yeah it's it's it is kind of weird and kind of sad that everybody or one of the other ones that already exists will become kind of like de the de facto like it'll be the it one like e three was for so long yeah. so who knows we'll see what happens <laughs> over the next few years I yeah. bet someone will try to bring e three back but whether they succeed or not who knows yeah who knows um, we're gonna save the Twitter question till next show so we have more time to think about it it's a it's a heavy question. Um, <laughs> so you know to get it at the last minute it's like okay we really need to concentrate on that so and think about it so we'll save that for the next show um and get to it then so um does anybody got anything else before we hop off here i think we've there haven't been tons of news um two weeks two weeks we'll do another show hopefully dennis will be able to hang with us again i i hope hopefully we'll see be cool tell him Tell them at work you need to change your schedule. Saturdays, <laughs> Saturdays need to be free at least two Saturdays a month. <laughs> but all right, hopefully next to, next time too, I'll have it figured out. So figure out what Discord's doing with Streamlabs, so I can actually have a you know a backup of the show video wise up on the on all these channels. I had it all set up to do that. Everybody's on this new kick. Uh, streaming site that's like twitch and i was like oh i'll set it up and got it all set up and everything and then discord decides to take a whatever so oh well i'd blame Streamlabs over discord for this one. yeah I, I blame Streamlabs too Streamlabs is doing something funky and i don't know what it's doing if i have to have to go in and play with it so 
All right, guys. Well, like I say, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. If you, when we do go live, if you want to know and you want to come out and hang out with us, it's at GL underscore podcast on Twitter. If you have any questions or anything, feel free to send them to us. Uh, DM me on DM us on Twitter. Um, and I'll probably send you a steam game cause I still got a crap ton load of steam games and I bought some more and I got doubles. So I had to throw some more oh games boy. in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, all right, everyone. Well, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening and we'll catch you all next time. podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.